Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And I meant to take a picture of my hay hut and some video. I'm going to get that for you next week. I got a hay hut last week from Larson. There's so much fun. It almost looks like a little mini horse shelter over my hay. I love it. (laughs) I'm very, very delighted to have a very special guest co-host in here with me this week. I have Kim Weir here from the TRF. Kim lovely after all of our zoom calls and phone calls and texts yes. and emails to meet you in person two minutes before the show it's perfect i'm so happy to yes. be here louisa thanks for including me oh, it's going to be a fun it's, fun it's evening a special treat yes it is indeed and trf of course stands for thoroughbred retirement foundation um absolutely wonderful organization that i'm a huge supporter of and a little bit later on in the show we're going to chat um about that for a couple of segments and share some video and some um wonderful um, an exciting update uh, about the TRF for you and the lower correctional and it's just really an honor to have Kim here but to start with let's talk a little bit about some news best of America by horseback the most famous well-known and popular trail riding show on RFD TV and it's been on for 15 years Del Shields the host is coming here in February and is going to be at the Florida Horse Park riding the beautiful Greenway trails you can join um, for the ride and you can reach out to Best of America by Horseback to book that. And it will all be televised. There'll be a couple of rides and uh, it'll be a wonderful way for us to showcase all that makes us the horse capital of the world and some of the most beautiful trails around. One of the most exciting things I think we do on our second annual Equine Industry Expo presented by Miller & Sons Plumbing is part of our equine initiative presented by Piranha. We're very excited to have food trucks, vendors, farriers, a horse breed expo with actual real live horses, a meet and greet. We'll have an equine dentist here, some horse trainers doing demos in the round pen. We'll also have free carriage rides brought to you by Larson Hay. We'll have equine products, lots of employment opportunities. We'll have some breeders, um, some Pasifino demos on the board and some equine-related tech and vendors here. The whole event will be free. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors. We'll have a little mini parade at the end with uh, a variety of different breeds of horses that will be here. There'll be a lot that you can learn about the equine industry at this event. So if you're interested in, when you leave college or school, in getting into the equine industry, this is a great way to learn about some of the careers And some of the things that will be expected of you, whether you want to be a groom or an exercise rider or a trainer 
or you want to be a consigner and make $70,000 on a yearling like the kids at North Marion High School did uh, last year. Yes, in (laughs) 2021. Uh, They worked with Bobby Jones there at the the high school and they consigned a yearling and actually made quite a sum of money on it. So they've already had a taste of how good it can be. So um, certainly something that you can learn about. We'll have a lot of people here that are experts in the equine industry that you'll be able to talk to, and that'll be March 9th at the Ocala Downtown Market. That's part of the Chamber and Economic Partnerships Equine Initiative. As far as we know, we're the only chamber in the world that has one. Wow. We don't know of any others. Tremendous. Um, Yeah, so that's tremendous. And we're actually in the CEP studios at the moment in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world, where we will host this expo to hopefully um, really engage our young people in an industry that is worth almost $3 billion for Marion County. So um, huge, huge, um, important industry that we really need to pay a lot of attention to. And the jobs that are available now with World Equestrian Centre open and so much going on here, it's um, absolutely priceless to learn about this industry and to, and to get our youth involved in it. So great. Not everybody can afford a horse and not everybody can afford riding lessons, but having that opportunity to be around horses and learn about them. And we're going to talk about your program Mm -hmm. uh, later on in the show, which is another way that people can get involved in the industry and actually get into that um, job opportunity when that time comes. So we think that's super important. And the result quite often of amazing consignments like the Demerics, Nick and Jackie. Yeah come with a product at the end of it, a fantastically successful horse like Nick's Go, who will be racing this weekend at the Pegasus uh-huh. Gulfstream Park. Gigi and I will be down there, uh, as usual, chasing those Ocala connections, of which there are many. Um, but Nick's Go, of course, um, was trained here with Nick and Jackie and made his very first time being saddled in the round pen with Jackie and then over to the track to Nick and um, learned to be a racehorse and a very successful one. Sure did. Because he won the Breeders' Cup Classic, which was very exciting. It was exciting, yeah. I was there for that, and I'll be down at Pegasus. I looking. Was there too. Yes, it'll oh, be. Oh, you'll be there as well. I'll be there too. We'll you. be following each other around again. <laughs> exactly. Then, you were at the Breeders' Cup. I was there. That's my hometown. San Diego oh, is home turf, so it there. was a treat, a treat to be there. It was a beautiful day, oh and gosh. what a spectacular well, we performance. We connected. You mean we've been doing this? We have been for years, and now today. Today's the day. Yes. It's wonderful. Look at that. <laughs> So we'll see you at the Pegasus then for sure. Absolutely. Um, but we're very excited, of course, to follow Nick's Go's incredible yes. career. And this will be his last race, of course, because yep. then he goes to be um, a breeding yes. stud. Yes. Uh, after that, which is quite common after they've done such a wonderful job uh, to go and become a, a breeding stallion. But gosh, he's amazing. Gorgeous. And Tremendous. Yes. I be. got to meet him after the Breeders' Cup and have a cuddle. Oh. Lucky girl. In the barn. I have a really nice little video. Oh. Um, actually, we should have aired it, but anyway, that's okay. We'll put it on. We'll put it on in the last segment. We'll find it. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Did you have an interesting interview with Jackie and Nick when you got oh. about Nick and his very studly. Oh. <laughs> Don't you remember? Uh-oh. He had a studly? Nick? Which? Are we talking about Nick or the horse? Nick's oh, go. Let's go. Nick. Okay, There's sorry, like a couple Jackie different Nicks going in. on there. Yeah. Uh, the wheels are spinning. Uh, what? <laughs> what did I miss? Oh. Yes, you're right. Yes, we do. Um, Nick's job, job will be. Pretty yes, good. that's right. He, he'll have a good job. He'll be a, he'll be a busy uh, a busy horse. But I'm glad he gets to run in the Pegasus because it'll be nice to see him uh, have that last uh, last hopefully last victory. Apparently, he's coming in the inside. 
um, and he'll probably be the favourite, I'm sure, going into it. So uh, having won the Classic is a big deal. So It is. We actually had Jackie was out at our farm um, yesterday. Oh, so was she? she was telling us some of the inside stories about uh, Nick's go. And I have to say, she's also really a little bit... Um, She's watching that life is good. You know, it's going to be a big yes. race. This is yes. not a walk in the park for no. either of them. So it's no. going to be a beautiful horse race. Yes, um, it's, it's going to be a tough one for sure. But, yeah, yeah she, she shared with us a little bit about Nixco and how he was a little bit naughty when he was oh, first yeah. going to be. But, you know, quite often those horses that have that little extra fire, yeah. you know, end up being able to have that channeled into yeah. good energy yep. and using it. But um, Jackie did say he was... A bit of a handful oh, well, to start with. Okay. She said he could uh, he could be a, a bit of a piece of work. But, <laughs> but, you know, Brad Cox has done an amazing job mm-hmm. with finishing him off and, and getting him where he is. And, and Brad Cox really does a really nice job in his barn. We've been in his barn several times and very professional. Great. Um, he's a big family guy. His son runs around behind him helping him. <laughs> oh, fun. And, uh, and his family is, you know, all involved, obviously, in what they do. But... Very professional run organization. Brad's a real humble guy, um, even though he's yeah gosh, coming he's in the ring amazing fast. yeah super fast. He's um, he's an, he's another one like Mark Cassie, you know, so professional, always does such a great job. So um, really impressed with those guys, and and really look forward to seeing them this weekend. It's be a fun weekend. It'll be it'll be nice to see. Uh, it'd be lovely to see Nick's go go out on a on top yes. on a big victory for the home so. for the home team. We sure That's hope so. Right. We, we, you know, there aren't any better people in our community, in my opinion, than the Demerics. They mm. don't get much better than them. But between the two of them, they do so much. So. Mm. I'm uh, I'm thrilled and excited to support them always. So, and they trained my Mustang as well. Oh well, how about that? I, <laughs> amazing, amazing They're people. Talented. Yes. <laughs> uh, we got to go to break, but we're going to come right back. We're going to have Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith. We're going to talk a little joint supplement. His choice of topic tonight, rather than throwing him a, a surprise curveball. <laughs> um, anyway, should be always a good one with him. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. Back on the second segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith, Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's Finest Alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, host of the show. I have a special guest here, Kim Weir, with me. Finally got to meet her in person from the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation. And on the phone, we have Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson & Smith. Dr. Kayot, good to have you back on the show with us this week. Uh, sorry about missing last week, but, you know, we were just being safe. <laughs> you know, the times we live in. We do, I know. We have to be careful. So, anyway, it was all good. We ran a special edition of Best Of that Gigi uh, organized for us, so it was great. We had some wonderful people on still. And we didn't miss a beat. I know. Yes, it was the best of. And uh, yeah, Louisa, there she was at home behaving herself, isolated as per the instructions. So, um, but that's okay. Uh, That's all good. So, the topic that Dr. Kayot chose today is absolutely fantastic one. And um, I know there are a lot of fads and um, gimmicks out there and things to catch your attention and your money. Um, but one of the things I think is really important is the quality of your joint supplements. And that's um, a topic that has certainly been on the AA, AAEP page, which I always like to refer to to make sure I have good, accurate information. And Dr. Kayot mentioned that today. So, Dr. Kayot, tell us a little bit about what your feelings and thoughts are on joint supplements. <laughs> well, I, I often get asked, you know, um, by clients, hey, what joint supplement do you recommend? And I and I um, caution them. Um, I don't really recommend any as far as oral supplements go. Um, however, I do um, when they when they broach that subject. I I say Adequan and Legend and uh, are kind of the gold standard. And um, you know, I, I get the then I get the question, well, which is better? And and I, <laughs> I tell them, I tell them, well. They, they kind of work in, in you know, they're, they're kind of teammates, you know, one works on one part of the joint and one works on the other. So if you wanted to do 
it depends on, you know, if you wanted to do the best for the joint, you get both of them. Mm -hmm. Now, they're expensive, um, <laughs> at a, at, you know, so that that's part of the problem. Um, they're not cheap uh, to do. They are effective. They've been um, FDA approved as far as being effective and safe. So that's that's a good thing right there. FDA approval is important. Mm -hmm. um, and but the, the so I explained the difference, the difference Adequan, uh, the product Adequan polysulfated glycosaminoglycans those big that big long word yes it, it helps don't ask me to spell it <laughs> don't ask me either. <laughs> uh, but it helps cartilage maintain and repair itself okay? okay and so so that that's the building blocks of cartilage now cartilage is that thin layer of spongy bone that lines the bones in your joints and and lets them uh, move freely um, legend, or and there's a there's a there's a genetic or a generic variant um, available now as well. That is hyaluronic acid. Mm -hmm. Hyaluronic acid is a component of joint fluid. So the lubricant lubricant that is in the joint. When a joint's inflamed and angry, it makes more fluid, but it's less of of, of quality. So mm -hmm. it's a lower quality fluid. It's mm -hmm. more watery instead of viscousy, like mm -hmm. your motor oil. You want it viscousy like your motor oil and at and and legend helps rebuild that viscosity mm -hmm. in you know in your joint fluid so you've got you got adequan that helps the cartilage you've got legend that helps um rebuild the fluid or, and, and maintain the, the a good quality fluid in the joint there are a million a million oral joint supplements out there mm -hmm. um and it's kind of the wild west they are they are marketed as nutraceuticals. Mm. A lot of the products that they they have in them have been scientifically tested to have some benefit in in the joint. The problem is is that they are not regulated. Mm. Um, so there's no there's no body like the Food and Drug Administration that regulates these things. So um, many now, what times, about what yeah. about the NASC, the National Association of Supplements Council? I was always told, and I don't know if this is all, you know, factual or not, but I was always told to look for that stamp on supplements, NASC, because that is then regulated down to. So, for example, you could buy a bucket of a supplement, you could use the top half and get all right. the goodness, mm -hmm. and then the bottom half wouldn't really have oh that goodness left right. in it. But the, the right. NASC regulates the fact that every scoop you take out of there mm. has to actually have in it. Right. what it says it is and so I was always told to look for that stamp when buying something and then also to look for research in other words to make right. sure they have research that's peer-viewed yeah. to, to pack to back their mm -hmm. their true. science yeah. right that's true yeah right. you want to look for that sort of thing and mm -hmm. and, and you know so you just need to be to be diligent as far as the as far as the NASC goes mm -hmm. um, that's a that's a, a good organization that can mm -hmm. that can help you help guide you right but just be aware you know um it's not it's not an official governed governed body right. official government body that mm -hmm. um you know so you just kind of got to be careful with those things yeah and i um, think you have to be careful about claims on supplements if you pick absolutely. up a supplement that says it does this 
I wouldn't buy it Mm. because every supplement to me is just like a supplement for a person. You know, it doesn't, it isn't the same with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, the the joint supplement that I used for my really old horse for years, I tried because it was a bit pricey. I tried to take him off it three times Mm. and look, maybe it was a coincidence, but all three times he all of a sudden within a week wasn't doing so well. Mm-hmm. I said, never mind, loading dose again, forget this, it works. Right. You know, right. so for me, right. I think it all depends on you know your horse better than anybody, mm-hmm. right? So well, what... and that, and that's that's a very good point. Exactly. You know, there's there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of you know, people have experienced clinical improvement that might mm-hmm. not necessarily be um be able to be scientifically uh, studied exactly. or, 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 or backed up. Right. Um, you know, so you, you, you certainly can be aware of those things. Right. And, and I'm not saying that those, those supplements can't help. They certainly can in some cases, mm-hmm. but just, you know, just kind of, it, it's, it's buyer beware, you know, right. it, it may help. Um, these things are not cheap. No. Um, so just try to get as much, um, you know, information as you can about yes. it. And, Research you know, is so important. Like people right. don't just that's see right. something on the shelf with a promise on it and go, oh, I'm going to spend a small fortune on something because it makes a claim. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. much better to go as catchy as those things can be, mm-hmm. you know, and they can get your attention for sure. But the best thing I can, I think my recommendation to people is anything that you want to try, obviously you need to try it for at least a month because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to get a sample from somebody then that's not going right. to do you any good because there's no way of telling right. without longevity. Right. You no, need absolutely. longevity. Yep. So, yep. you know, if you see someone giving out samples of supplements, then, you know, you're kind of wasting your time there. So, you know, it's it's really a matter of doing your research. And I think Dr. Kautz 100% right. You check out the company, check out their research, make sure their research is peer-reviewed, make sure they have some science mm-hmm. to prove what they're, you know, they, they have, right? And then I would always look for that NASC approval, mm-hmm. NASC on there, because that's certainly going to help, even if it's not a, a government necessary agency. It is a regulatory body right. mm-hmm. that at right. least is checking that is really good ingredients. So yeah. for right. me, right. those are kind of like the main important things. But um, but certainly the um, Adequin and the Legend are a combination that work on two different parts and something that um, Dr. Chaot or any of the ambulatory vets there uh, at Peterson and Smith, Equine Hospital and Complete Care can help you with to make your horse comfy. Yeah, that's what it's we a want. Big topic. It I is. Get asked about it all the time. It's so. fantastic. Okay. Thank you, Doctor Chaos. You bet. Very much for being with us. Look forward to having yeah. you on next week. Sounds good. Talk Have soon. Good you too. Bye bye. Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson & Smith, always a wealth of information. I learned something new. I did not know that Legend and Adequan worked yeah. so well together. He described so, that so well. It was perfect, I wasn't feel like it? super. We're going to have to go to a cocktail party and use that little piece of information. I know. We'll throw that out there. Yeah. To our horse people. <laughs> we'll be back after the break. We're going to be talking to Greg Williams from Auburn University about the collegiate teams. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden Inn, downtown Louisville. 
This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. I've been training racehorses for 31 years and uh, everybody over the industry has always talked about how we need to have integrity in the sport. I listened to everybody for years and years and nobody ever did anything. So one day I just decided, you know, we're going to do this. It's progressed really well since then. We've been working on it about three years now and we've gone from, you know, having real, real short reed ranges to over 1,200 feet. And go to big events and where it's taken six to seven hours for horses to come through the gates, uh, we can do that now to where we can cut it down from you know, nine to 12 minutes per trailer load to less than a minute with no mistakes. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. We should have Greg Williams joining us from Auburn University. He is the head coach. And I have Kim Weir from the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation here in the studio with me as a special guest co-host this week. Hi, Greg. Hey, how are you? Lovely to see you again. Thank you for having me on. I am so sorry we couldn't do this last week, but, uh, you know, for safety's sake, I had to be isolated. It was uh, very nice to be able to see you, even though I was all masked up the following day um, for our meeting. That was very informative. But, Greg, tell us a little bit about what you do at Auburn University. Uh, Well, I'm the head coach. Um, The question in the NCAA, you're allowed three countable coaches. So... I'm the head coach and I have an associate head coach or an assistant coach that coaches the jumping seat. And then I have another assistant coach that coaches the Western. That's wonderful. And I've I've also got other staff members and it's something that's evolved over time. I started the team uh, just on my own by myself. So I was a one man show here for a long time, even chewing all the team horses myself. 
Wow. Shoeing them yourself. <laughs> Oh, it was and, and buying the shoes. <laughs> I was paying to do them. So, yeah, wow. it's, um, listen, it was it was a labor of love. It's been a mission of mine, and um, I'm just glad to see this sport um, headed in the direction it's going. And we're so excited about being down in Ocala. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in Ocala, and of course, it's going to be at World Equestrian Center, which is very exciting. Perfect place to have this event. Uh, tell us a little bit about the 12 teams and who's going to be involved. Uh, well, the who's remain, uh, we have to wait and see. We've got, we're sort of at our midway point. The second half of the season starts now. Um, we'll take, we'll take uh, eight teams that do both the jumping seat and the Western. And then we're also going to have uh, a dual discipline. I mean, I'm oh. sorry, a single discipline national championship too. That'll be jumping seat only. So there'll be four schools that um, the top four schools in the single discipline and the top eight schools in the dual um, will be down there competing, of course, in separate brackets. And I just tell you the events on, on the uh, jumping seat side, there's equitation on the flat and over fences. And then we have on the Western side, we have horsemanship and range. Wow. How exciting. Now, how many students do you have involved in your program at the university? Do we still have you, Greg? What's that? How many students do you have involved in your program? We have, um, it varies on the different teams, but we have 40 on our roster. So um, really next to football, we're the second largest team in, in, um, at Auburn. I mean, you know, we've got uh, actually baseball this year. Baseball is pretty close. So, um, but we typically are, are across the country, though, you'll be one of the lar- largest women's teams on campus. Wow, that's amazing. And how many horses do you have? And are they housed there at the university? Um, we do here. We have, we have a, a place right on campus. And uh, again, all the facilities are a little bit different. And according to the size roster, I mean, schools will, will have um you know horse rosters going anywhere from 30 to 70 and and up really incredible so this labor of love um you started on your own even showing the horses yourself obviously a lot of work what kind of made you bring this all to fruition well you know it's uh i'm actually did a lot of growing up in Auburn. this is moving home for me and i was a professional in in the horse business and um, I was really young when, when Auburn called, and they just said they really want to do something with the horse program when I come back. I had gotten back to Alabama. I was a little bit, it was a, it was a struggle making, a, making the go of it that I wanted to as a trainer here, and I was about to move back to Oklahoma. And um, they said they want to do something when I come back. And I thought, boy, if I could raise my two daughters, I just had my second child. I thought if I could raise them in Auburn, be a dream come true and be involved with horses and students couldn't beat it. I didn't want to quit being a trainer that early, uh, but I took the job and we, we did several different programs I was proud of, but this one that I started with five girls and uh, built it from there has been my favorite. Um, college riding was kind of new on the scene when we started it in 1996. And um, as far as schools going varsity and, and, the, and the talk of it becoming an NCAA sport, that would be incredible. And what are the what are the likelihood of that? Well, oh, it is. It already is. It's an NCAA sport. The only thing that's different on ours is the NCAA doesn't pay for our national championship. 
Mm-hmm. So we're, we're not we're not a championship sport, but like in the Southeastern Conference and the SEC, it, it is a championship sport in the SEC. So they they pay for that. So it's a <clears throat> and going to this head-to-head format. That's something that's been a that was a dream of mine early on. Was just I wanted a sport to mirror the other um, sports at Auburn, and um, so I worked on creating a new format. We got some other. Uh, coaches to buy in through time and that's where we moved to this this head-to-head format now if you look across the country it's been a great driver for the sport um because it uh it's a real push to get on some of these division one and division two teams and and you've got um you know kids in high school now all talking about where they're going to ride in college that's incredible isn't it it's wonderful trying to capture the young generation has become so important to me. I was actually at North Marion High School today visiting their new equine program and they sold a yearling last year at OBS and made $70,000 and that was out of their school studies that they did with um, Bobby Jones. Yeah, you know, next time I'm down there, I want to talk to you guys about that. I really am a little fascinated with uh, the high school programs you guys are developing there. Um, I mean, something, we've got a vet school right across the street for us, all university vet school. And one of the biggest things, as you guys know, sports medicine, and not just from the veterinarian side, but from everybody that works with it, that's, um, that's a big industry. Uh, huge. So I, you know, I feel like starting in high school is going to be a, the way a great to ask. Doing a great job. So I'm going to yes. pick your brain on that a little bit. Absolutely. I'd love to talk to you. And we're actually working with them now to do middle um, and elementary as well, to start them right from elementary. So I'm hoping that will happen in the future. Um, And then, of course, we have the March 9th Industry Expo, which I'm excited about because we really hope to get some of the school kids to come and and see that. I know what you're hearing all the time is, uh, you know, I wish, uh, why wasn't this there when I was in school? I guess that's what all the parents are saying. That's That's so true. So true. So tell us the date of the event. It's at World Equestrian Center. It is. Anything else that our listeners can do to help? Our our national championships are going to be April 14th, 15th, and 16th. Uh, The 16th being championship Saturday. And we threw time. We just want this to be something that the, the city of Ocala gets to own. I, you know, I've, as I said to you, is I would like for this to be like Omaha is to baseball and what a perfect place. Um, I hope it's something that the city owns and it, it, I hope it's a great boost to the, to the city through time. But I, I really want this to build up over the next few years to just a major event. If you've never seen a, a national championship, NCAA national championship game in a major sport or a final four basketball, in a city like Ocala, with the, the love of horses there, there's no reason why we won't do that in this sport as well. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. We're just half a minute left, Greg. I want to thank okay. you so much to our no, Visitors Bureau here that connected you and I. And I'm looking forward to your next visit and uh, anything we can do to help you. Oh, well I'll done. be calling on you. Lovely. I'm happy to help. That's what I'm here for. You have a great group. I'm just really excited. I got to brag on you guys when I came back to the to Auburn. Oh, thank you, Greg. Thank you. We got to go to break. Thank you for being with us. We'll be back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. Stay with us. 
current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Equine Industry Expo, presented by Miller & Sons Plumbing, is at the Ocala Downtown Market, Wednesday, March 9th, from noon to 7 p.m. Meet a variety of horse breeds and equine industry professionals for demos by farriers, equine dentists, vets, techs, and horse trainers. With food trucks, vendors, new equine-related products, free carriage rides with the beautiful Clydesdales, and more. Join us for equine edutainment at its best, Wednesday, March March 9th at the Ocala Downtown Market. For more information, go to the events calendar at ocalacep.com. Part of the Equine Initiative, presented by Piranha. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Debbie and George and the staff at Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, one of the largest equine therapy programs in the world, take teams of tiny horses to visit thousands of adults and children inside hospitals and in hospice care. They visit with families, first responders and veterans who have experienced traumatic events. This multiple award-winning 501c3 is celebrating over 25 years of service, bringing hope and peace to the bedsides of many, some who are in the final moments of life. For more information or to donate, go to gentlecarouselminiaturetherapyhorses.com like them on social media, and help them make a difference that really counts. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the 
a horse talk show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio, special guest. I feel like I've known her forever, Kim Weir, because we have Zoomed and we have, we have. We have emailed and we have texted and we've called and we've everything. We've actually, we've even been in the same place at the same time, we just found out. Yes, for and sure. probably passed one another <laughs> and we could have had a drink. Yes. Um, but uh, we didn't know. So, but today's the but day. here we are and we met and I have a special gift <gasps> for you, which is actually funny because with the green screen, it... Um, Oh, it kind of is like see-through. It's yes, magical. It's, it's a magical nice swag bag. bag. Wow. Very handy bag to have. Look, cool stuff. And it's got some really nice things in it. It's got a really nice piranha comb <gasps> so you can fix your windblown hair later. <laughs> um, and some other goodies oh, to fun, try all goodies. their different products. How and, lovely. Um, they also have this wonderful aloe pro shampoo. Oh, my goodness. And there's a lip chip. Oh. Um, koozie. koozie. And there's a lip chip chapstick. Oh, that's a lot. That's I a... can never say that, you did, but I, I did it. Yeah, you did. So that's your goodie bag. Well, thank you for my goodie bag, Miss Louisa. Yes. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, that is that's a useful in all ways. Yes. Thank you. Yes, and thank you for being here. Oh, delighted. We're going to kind of talk a little bit about what the program that you're involved with does and kind of start with how it started and then the pieces and success and John and, and everything else. So kind of start at the beginning. How long has... TRF in existence. Yeah, I, do. I love telling the story, so thank you for the opportunity to tell it. Uh, the Thoroughbred, Af Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation has the unique honor of having been the first charity founded in the United States to take care of retired racehorses when their careers were done. I love that. 1983 is when we were founded by an wow. amazing woman. Um, you know, women get the world done. And uh, do. Monique Kohler is an extraordinary uh, woman who... You know, I think of this whenever I'm on an interview and I tell the story of Monique because she was a woman who loved horses. She was not a horsewoman, per se. She just loved them. And she was an advertising executive in New York City. And she read an article, which is sort of like one of your guests uh, listening to the show. And she, she read an article about some horses in a very bad spot. They were racehorses who had found their way into a bad spot. It happens. The same story happens uh, every day. She read that article. And the, here's the thing about Monique is she, she felt it. Sorry, so I knocked my microphone. And then she <laughs> did something. She said, I cannot let this stand. I'm going to do something about this. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to do something. And this is what I love about her most of all, because anyone watching and listening to you any week could be that next person who exactly. says, I'm going to I'm do going something. To make a change, yeah. So what she did is she hopped on the train and she went over to Belmont Racetrack um, on Long Island, which was, this is 83. So you think about the 70s was about the greatest decade in horse racing in the United States. We'd had triple crown winners. Mm -hmm. We'd had Seattle Slough. We'd had Secretariat. Mm -hmm. And she just said, we're going to save the horses. Give me your money. We're going to save the horses. Um, and she was a force. So the long and the short of it is that she started talking to every one of the major owners of the, of the day. And she had an amazing crew. The owner, um, Alaire DuPont, the owner of Kelso, uh, Penny Chenery, the owner of Secretariat. She had the royalty of racing. And they all said, yes, let's, let's do something about this. 
So the very first horse that we um, welcomed into our herd was named Promised Road. And you cannot make stuff like this up. No. <laughs> it's a great name. It is a great name. <laughs> uh, he, he began the pathway, and he um, had the unlikely experience of hopping off a horse van in August 1984 at the Wallkill Correctional Facility in Wallkill, New York. That's a prison. I was going to say, isn't that a prison? That's a prison. <laughs> and that is how it began. Our very first horse started by living at a prison. And that was how we began not only saving horses, but changing lives through this vocational training program we call the TRF Second Chances Program. And in that program, the horses are being retired. They're going to be safe and sound forever. Sanctuary is what we do. They're going to live with us throughout their lives. But they're going to take on a career as a teacher. As any horse girl on this set and all those watching know, horses teach you every single they day. They do. And that's what they've been doing in our TRF Second Chances program since we very first started. Today, we're nearly 40 years old. We're, we're going to make a great big to-do about that. I might have to come back down um, to make a big, big, a big, big hoo-ha about yes. that. But that'll be uh, next year we start the 40th celebration. Since then, uh, thousands of horses have come into our care. They've lived out our li- their lives with us. But we are today a herd of 450 retired thoroughbred racehorses. They live across the country. They live in 19 farms. New York's where we started. Next sp- stop was Lexington, Kentucky. Next stop, a little town you know pretty well. Ocala, <laughs> Florida is where we landed. Um, and then we've continued to grow. We have a program in California. We are in Maryland, South Carolina, Maryland, um, and, and, and the list goes on. But we love what we do. And at the end of the day, what we do is we take care of horses. We make sure that they are safe and sound um, and they will, they, they will never be in harm's way. And the horses we take, as 40 years have evolved, the thoroughbred aftercare industry has evolved a lot. It has. Oh, my gosh. Just since I've been in Ocala, I have seen so much happen with and not just the big organizations, but even the individual farm owners yes. that take back courses that they train and sold at the end and let them retire and or retrain them and rehome them. I have seen, actually it gives me goose pimples because I have seen, it almost makes me cry, but I have seen such a turnaround yeah. in, and not to say anybody was ever deliberately no. not taking care, but I think there wasn't an awareness That's that right. there is now That's right. of what happens. And I think between social media and television and media outlets, little by little, things that kind of probably got shoved away yeah. and not thought about, not even meaning really negligence, just lack of knowledge, which yes. is usually the problem. Yes, I think true. the more awareness grew, the more people in the sport that were benefiting who cared said, what can we do? Yep. And now these amazing organizations have come together and I've met so many amazing people that do wonderful things yeah. to get these racehorses either retired or rehomed or a second career or whatever it might be. And that to me is like priceless. It's amazing. And it really is. It's a tribute to all of us who love the horses finding our way to do whatever we can do. We can't all do the same thing. That really wouldn't be that helpful. Right. But it's looking inside and saying, maybe I have room for one in my field. Right. Maybe it's because I can go talk talk about it on air with all right. the world. There's so many ways to help. And, and we are at a really good moment, I think, with Thoroughbred Aftercare. I'm very proud that the TRF was early, but it wasn't easy being the only one for a long time. No. Um, our own founder was actually given an Eclipse Award in 2009. Monique was given that award. And while she was given the award for founding us and the first organization, I know in my heart that she was really being recognized for the birth of the aftercare movement. Yes. And that's where we were really at a wonderful time. So we have a 
we have a piece of the puzzle. We, we are now just one of like a mosaic and all of us have a different role to play. It's so important though that you are because it, one organization could not no. cover it all. No, no. It, and it, it couldn't. There's, no. too, there's too many. And unlike, I am a huge fan of racing and I have been behind the scenes at almost every racetrack across the country. And I, the people I have met, and I cannot obviously speak for everybody because I haven't met everybody, but the people that I have met love what yeah. they do. Mark Cassie's groom, Omar, said to me while putting poultice on a horse's leg, I don't mind getting up at three o'clock every morning because I love my job. It's not like work. And he loves the horses. There are so many people like Omar yes. who love what they do. The horses are loved. I've never seen horses with as many toys, as much bedding, <laughs> as true. much hay, as much love, as much grooming. I think a lot of people that are anti-racing haven't seen what I've seen. Yeah. I've seen some of the best care in the whole world with these animals. But the truth is, most of them finish racing much earlier than other horse sports. Yes. Where horses yes. at 12 and 13 are just starting in their jumping career. Yeah. So I think the really important thing is we emphasize... First of all, how versatile they are. Absolutely. How many jobs they can do when they're done racing. And what wonderful horses they really are. How smart they are. How fast they are. How well they jump. They do barrels. They do everything. They can can do do it all. And they are so eager to please. They're, They're tuned to humans, I always say with racehorses in particular, and I didn't grow up really with the racing world. I was just a pony club girl, three-day eventing, fox hunting, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Oh, you lived my life. Uh, Fox hunting, three-day eventing, pony club. club. That was Uh, it. It was a great way to grow (laughs) up. It was a great way. But, I, you know, thoroughbreds were there in the backdrop. I grew up in San Diego, and and I knew of them, but um, I didn't really understand them. And to realize that thoroughbreds are handled from before they're even born. You know, Mm -hmm. there are literally human hands on them, Mm -hmm. bringing them into the world, and their attachment to us and their eagerness to do what we want them to do is just amazing they're amazing Um, hold that thought Gigi gave us the one minute like 30 seconds ago so the good news is we have another segment (laughs) we have so much to talk about We're, we're just on the very tip of the iceberg right now so stay with us we'll be right back thank you to our presenting sponsor Palm Chevrolet and our broadcast and television sponsor Larson Hay and also to our supporting sponsors Equisafe Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter, and younger you. (laughs) 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 Horses! 
piranha. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Button, in the studio with Kim Weir. We finally met in person. We can't stop talking. We have so much in common. We know we love the thoroughbreds, and we're very, very excited to have you here talking about the TRF and Lowell Correctionals program is is so amazing. And, you know, one of the focuses of my day job with the Chamber is engaging people with the equine industry, mm-hmm. getting our next generation involved in the equine industry and helping with that workforce issue that we are definitely experiencing already and sure. could only experience more as our equine community grows. We so badly need workforce. And I feel like, you know, one of the most important things um, is getting people interested in it and to have people in a vocational program that can come out with a certificate and be proud of an accomplishment while they're in a prison system, basically, is what an amazing compliment that is to give them not only something to love and be proud of, but also to give them a skill in a career when they eventually come out. And, you know, whether that's short term, long term, I was so interested and fascinated to read the numbers um, were so high of people returning back to jail or prison for some sort of offense and to find that those people involved with a vocational program like the equine program mm-hmm. didn't. The it's, numbers were so they're low. dramatically less. And every state is different, but it's single digits. There's this there's just it's a it's a minor exception to the rule. Whereas unfortunately most of our correctional system today it's it's the rule. Because it comes down to to I think two things, hope and skills. Yes. Both are pretty powerful and um, that is what our horses give these men and these women, the women here at Lowell, and now these juveniles, these young men at our juvenile program, they are coming out with hope that they can be a better person, they can have a different path, and they have skills where they can get a job. And that is a magical combination. It really um, is. And we are, we're really proud. to take pride in yep. that they have a skill. And there's something, um, Winston Churchill said it, but <laughs> there is definitely something about the outside of a horse that's good for the inside it's of a man more true. or a woman. And that is so very true. Yep. And we see that in, you know, therapy programs for the disabled, whether it's a, a mental or a physical mm-hmm. disability. We see massive changes in children through some of our pro- local yep. programs here. We see it with veterans who have, um, you know, all kinds of emotional or physical um, ailments from service. Um we see it in so many. We see it with children who have autism and ADHD. We see it with just a regular, regular everyday people yeah. that yeah. don't even have necessarily any disability or ailment find it therapeutic. Yes, and find it rewarding. And loving a horse and a horse loving you and the respect and the accomplishment when you accomplish something with a horse that maybe it's never done before. You get to teach it something. You feel like you taught it something, but every step the horse is actually teaching it's you the magic. so much. Yep. That relationship is so rewarding. I, do, I don't think it matters whether you're two or 102. No. You can feel that a horse emanates such nobility and such pride. And I, I think when you work with horses, you really feel a sense of accomplishment. And I think a lot of people, 
you know, whether, you know, whether the reason that they're imprisoned is a, a mistake or, or something greater or larger. I think that at the end of the day, when they leave that facility, if they leave with something that's an accomplishment rather than just feeling like a smack on the hand. Yeah. They they leave there with a skill. They can go out and get a job and do something that they can take pride in that they're good at. And to me, that's horses are the best. They are the best way. teachers. They yes. really are. And one of the things that I often uh, comment on with because I hear this, I have the great privilege of visiting our programs across the country. And I just spent the last two days at Lowell visiting with the the horses and our amazing farm manager John Evans, who is John a Evans, superstar, yes. rock star, he superhero. Was too, right? He was. He has had. He's done it all in horse racing. Um, but he has told me that his favorite job has been the last 17 years where he's not only been taking care of horses, but he's been changing these lives of these women who, who've lost faith in themselves. And yes. that's the hardest thing. When you don't believe in yourself, there's, it's a pretty insurmountable goal. But when those horses look you in the eye and they have all faith that you can do it until you prove them otherwise, they're going to believe in you. That changes everything, and he just loves it. And he does occasionally threaten that he is going to retire, so just in case somebody's out there thinking this is their dream job, um, he might do that one day. But the number of lives he's changed is profound. In fact, yesterday we had a little gathering over at OBS with several of the graduates from the program, one of whom is uh, an assistant to Niall Brennan now. Lauren Bondi Wonderful. is a rock star. Um, another, Niall Brennan's amazing. Though. He's amazing, and we are so honored that we now have Stephanie Brennan on our board. Um, that's going to be a big piece for us here. And... Um, these these horses change people's lives, and that's what's happening at Lowell. It's been happening there for 20 years. So this, we just celebrated the 20th anniversary last year, and we're so excited to go into a third decade of um, of changing lives. Um, this year, we opened the juvenile program. So now we're also in, impacting the lives of these young men who we can really change the trajectory of their lives before they end up incarcerated. So it's exciting, but it's, it's just horses being horses and putting them in a situation where they can really... Um, make miracles happen. Well, how wonderful that you're taking horses from done with their racing career, giving them a forever home in a place they get cared for by people who also need some special care yep. so that they can get back on the right path yep. in their lives and the horses are actually helping them do that. So you've you've actually got a double a double victory, in my opinion, yes. because you're helping the people to get on the right path and you're giving the horse a place to go where it has a job that's so important. And it's so important that and, and for them to be able to take that together yeah. is, to me, is a incredible program. Thank you. Thank you for believing in us. And I do love getting to talk about it. And I just want Ocala, the community here, to know that we're here, that we've been here for 20 years. Many people drive up and down the road and see some horses on a hill. But um, we hope to be a lot more visible going forward. Um, celebrating that anniversary gave us a chance to sort of start opening the doors and bring people in. We're going to get you there, Miss Louisa. Like we're going to bring go. you and Gigi yes. to film. And, I would um, love to go and see, actually, just it in action, natural. Yes. You know, just the, the natural course of, of what you do, which... Yeah. You know, I love to see these um, these inmates interacting with the horses. Clearly, there's a lot of bond they do. Um, they love developed. Um, and I, I can only see that I'm sure that anybody who's incarcerated um, is happy to get out. But I could imagine that the worst part about leaving here would be leaving the horses. It's true. It's <laughs> a, absolutely true. And it's, oh, this is one that we've learned to teach tricks, this little tricks video. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is really a magical place. Um, it's fantastic to see that. And I, I can't think of anything better to, um, to get people on the right track, you know, and to get them focused on something positive and good that certainly living here in the horse capital of the world, um, you definitely can't beat. 
having that horse experience because you certainly can come out and do a job here. That's right. Well, we do want all the employers watching to know that these these girls are coming out of Lowell with tremendous experience. They're in that program a minimum of a year, and many of them work with these horses for two or three years. And it's 52 horses on a 100-acre farm. They don't just take care of horses. They drive the tractors. They fix the fences. They build the fences. They can do it all, and they are ready. So let the employers know that when these girls come out, we want them to find good spots where they can build their new lives. So they're handy as well. That's very win-win. Very handy. They know their way if around a weed whacker. All, yeah, if you know all the way, if you know the runnings of the farm from the basic fence fixing and running they, the tractor and and feeding the horses and grooming the horses, you've got the whole. They even do their feet. They uh, they they do all the trimming for those fifty-two horses. And um, I mean, they're really really skilled. They're ready to go, and uh, and we love it when they land in, in rolls. That's horsemanship uh, uh, right there. So well done to John Evans and Kim Weir. Kim's going to be with me for the last segment of the show coming up so um, we'll close it out with uh, with Kim in the very next segment but just a wonderful program and where do they go on the website the website to find more yep, info it is um, trfinc.org uh, thoroughbred retirement or just google thoroughbred retirement foundation and pop right up and they'll be right there come visit us wonderful we'll be right back stay with us on the horse talk show remix is freezing on us what's going on here oh no, no. Oh, look, we're, we're stolen. I've been frozen in much. There we go. <laughs> we really will be right back. Usually it's with like my eyes shut. My t- Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapesa, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. 
all age horses can benefit from summit joint performance. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's Larson finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Kim Weir from TRF. We've been chatting about their wonderful program, um, but we are going to kind of switch gears for a minute, and we are going to take it over to the Equine Performance Innovative Center and let you see what they're doing to help our four-legged barn buddies, the dogs. I'm Louisa Barton here at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center in Ocala, the horse capital of the world. And most people who have horses have dogs too. And how wonderful that Epic can treat them um, in a variety of different ways. And I'm here with Jessie Stevenson and her dog, who has actually had an experience here um, for overall healthcare this morning. And I want to find out from Jessie a little bit about what was going on with her dog, who is a little older, and kind of the treatment plan and some of the outcome and benefits that she's seen. Jesse, thanks for being with us. Tell, a little bit of, uh, tell us a little bit about your dog's name and age and kind of a little brief history of health. Mm -hmm. This is Sheldon. He's a 10-year-old Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Um, he has degenerative myelopathy, so he is slowly becoming paralyzed. His, um, his spinal cord is deteriorating, um, so we do the therapies to help him as be as comfortable as possible and maintain as much mobility for as long as possible. That's wonderful that you do that for him. Um, and how long have you been treating him um, for this condition? Um, we've been treating him since April. What sort of results have you seen and did you see results after the first treatment or did it take several? Um, I do see results consistently, especially with the lasering. Um, he just, he seems to walk a little bit better. Um, it's, it's most apparent when he doesn't get lasered for a while, how much the laser does help. Um, and then the water treadmill, the aqua pacer really makes a difference in his ability to move um, without scraping up his hind legs because he dra drags his hind legs. So the aqua pacer allows him to get that exercise and keep his hind, hind toes intact. Um, and it really helps him keep his range of motion. Um, and I do notice the ability to keep him more fit and keep him mobile with these therapies. How wonderful. So you definitely would recommend this for a dog with any kind of lameness issue or arthritis or an older animal? Mm -hmm. Yep. A hundred percent. Any dog with degenerative myelopathy, which is my experience, but also dogs that may have other mobility issues, you know, the aquapacer, it's a low impact, you know, they still get the exercise, but they don't have the impact on their legs that running on a regular ground would give them. Um, and I'm sure probably dogs who need, you know, rehab after surgery and whatnot, just all the different options um, of being able to give them that mobility and those exercises in a really safe manner to help their progress in a controlled manner, you know. So you're really giving him a, a much better quality of life. I'm trying. We're trying to keep him mobile as long as possible because it's a terrible disease and it can make your dog go down very quickly. But I'm doing everything I can to keep him going as long as he can. And you certainly know when you don't come it, the difference. So that really uh, that's that's everything you need to know, right? Yes, 100 <laughs> percent. Like you can really tell the difference for sure. Yeah. And I was really happy to find Epic down here in Ocala to be able to continue to give my dog these treatments.
Wonderful. We just grabbed Jessie on the spot and she's a natural. So um, she kind of filled you in on, on all of that. What a wonderful rehab place um, for your four-leggeds, whether that's horses or dogs. So here with Jessie Stevenson at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center in Ocala. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. One. Pretty awesome what the Equine Performance and Innovative Center are doing for the dogs. We've seen quite a few uh, success stories so far and um, most people who have horses have dogs. That's very true. So it's uh, it's a good thing to know that the Equine Performance Center is able to help dogs with uh, injuries and ailments and actually Gigi's dog Peanut has been going so we're going to be tracking that progress and um, letting you know how he's doing. So far so good um, and certainly moving around more so um, we'll, we'll keep oh, yeah. you uh, yeah, we'll keep you informed and documented and share some uh, videos uh, of, of that success story. So we're very excited to see that as that progresses. So um, thank you to Jessie Stevenson for joining us and sharing her story with Sheldon there as um, Sheldon undergoes treatment. So they're seeing quite a few dogs now. So certainly something um, that you can reach out and talk to the Equine Performance Center and don't be uh, misled by the word equine. Right. Equine and canine. <laughs> and who knows what might be next? The cats as well. I don't think I could see a cat in the aqua treadmill somehow. Uh, I don't think they're going to go for that. No, my cat wouldn't. So um, it's been a great show. I want to. I do want to mention again the Equine Industry Expo um, to you because I do think that that event is really, really important. Um, and that is March the 9th. I'm going to keep reminding you. Um, it is a free event, uh, thanks to Miller & Sons Plumbing, who always support our equine community, as well as a number of other sponsors who've jumped on board to help us teach our young folks. Um, and, you know, even if you're not necessarily school age or college age, but you're looking for a career change and to do something different, here in the horse capital of the world, there's so many wonderful jobs that are equine related. And you don't even necessarily have to be mucking stalls and grooming horses or riding. There's so many other areas of management and um, show steward and, oh, my gosh, there's so many barns looking for people to do their admin um, and, and lots of new farms moving in here as well. So, you know, it, you don't necessarily have to get your hands dirty if that's not your cup of tea. <laughs> it's always been my cup of tea, but it's not everybody's. So, you know, if it's not, there's other jobs, you know, um, behind the scenes of different operations that people need you know, paperwork and, and backup skills and things like that. So definitely something to think about to come to the expo and meet some of the top professionals in the equine industry, veterinarians, technicians, um, exercise riders, trainers, uh, instructors, uh, farm owners, um, people who are in equine tech. Um, Lip Chip actually is um, one of the people, Brad Boland will be coming from Lip Chip and he's going to talk about designing technology for the equine world, for the industry that can cool. actually help. And we were talking a little bit about the integrity yeah. of the industry and how in this day and age of social media and TV and video and, and everything, optics, there is so much out there that people can put out information, true or false, through so many different outlets that um, you can see one thing and something else and and you don't know what to believe. Mm. And so I think the really important thing in all parts of the equine industry is integrity. Mm -hmm. In order to establish that, having everything be so transparent yeah. is so important. And the way that technology can help the equine industry is with that, yeah. is with that transparency, with 
having access at your fingertips to everything you need to know about a horse, its history, its medical history, vaccine records, and all of that all to be in one location. And also then for biosecurity and, and hazard that obviously we see at racetracks and showgrounds where, you know, EHV or something breaks out and it's a serious shutdown, quarantine, everybody's trying to leave that's not quarantined and it can end a a great show season or a wonderful uh, race meet very quickly um, and can be very hazardous, obviously, to the health and lives of our precious horses. So the more that we can get the word out about LipChip and about the app that comes with that and a microchip that won't ride around and slip, that goes into the lip and is safe and secure. Um, One of my horses, Brad, actually lip-chipped one of my horses while he was here, and it was very quick. Just took a couple of seconds, and the horse didn't even act like it felt anything. Wonderful. Great great tech, too, at the Expo, so make sure you join us in downtown Ocala on March the 9th. I know it'll be a great event. Kim, I want to thank you for being with us. We have to wrap up the show. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week.